Welcome everybody to another Elden Ring chat. Today we have a very special guest, Allegra Marland, aka Millicent. How are you? <laughs> I'm really good, thank you. Really good. You're doing well? Yeah, I am. I'm excited to talk about all things Elden Ring. Well, yeah, I'm very excited. But but before we get into that, I just want to I want to get a bit of uh, give people a bit of history on yourself and and sort of how you got into the business of acting and and where that love came from. Um, came from being a really small child, actually. Like I've wanted to do it since for as long as I can remember. Really, I think I just came out the womb like this. Um, was very inspired by like cousins and family members when I was growing up and I used to see a lot of theatre, watch a lot of films and um, have just done it ever since. And then, you know, it was like for me straight to drama school in London and straight into working. And here we are. And are you, are you still doing any training of sorts or you're fully in now? You're in the... I'm fully in, but I like to, I really like to keep going to acting classes and yeah. to keep like learning and working with other actors. So I go to a class up the road from me run by a friend of mine and I love it. We just meet and work on scenes. It's not something that's very common here in London that actors like carry on training. Yeah. Um, but I know in Australia and in, Amer in America, it's like, it's very, very normal. So how did you find it over the pandemic with, with acting? Were you on the Zoom doing scripts and, and stuff like that and doing readings or, or what? Yeah, lots of that. I run a theatre company, so I just kind of kept that going by hosting sort of mainly all-female play readings of like lost classic plays and plays from the last sort of 200 years that have not been done as much. And we had so much fun. It was such a nice thing to do to give like us a sense of community still. And you were, you was, were raising money for Ukraine, weren't you? Yeah, recently I did a reading. That was our first in-person reading, which was a huge relief. Um, yeah, for, for Ukraine. And that was, um, it was amazing. It was so good. I want to do lots more of that. I'm quite excited about theatre starting to feel a bit more informal. Um, mm. I've just finished the play on the weekend um, and it was in a wonderful like fringe venue and it was just so nice. It was above this pub. And so afterwards everyone like would drink and talk about the play and there was no kind of hierarchy stage door mm. kind of thing. It was just like, what did everyone think? And I, I love, I like theatre being kind of very approachable like that. Me too. Are, are there any uh, sort of plays that you'd like to do in the future? Any that, that I might know? I mean, I'm a, I always mm. say I'm a big Hamilton fan recently. Oh, same. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I'll be putting on Hamilton. No. Sadly. <laughs> School of um, Rock? I'll just appreciate it. Um, okay. I'm not, I do less musicals. More yeah, I was like, going to say. Yeah. I mean, for many people, boring theatre. But I've got some ideas and I also want to create, I'm going to devise a piece inspired by a book yeah. um, with a group of actors, get them in a room, get some music in there, get some dancing, get all the stuff. Um so I'm working on that at the moment and a couple of other plays. I'm also writing a bunch of things. Oh, so. shit, you're busy. You're busier than we'll me. See. Well, now I'm <laughs> you've got to keep busy in this world. You've got to keep busy. Um, but, yeah, we'll see which one comes first. With these old-time sort of Shakespearean plays, are you able to finesse the script or make it a bit more, I don't know, modern, or do you have to stick to that material? Yeah, you can. I've done less Shakespeare because 
I'm a bit like, ah, Shakespeare. <laughs> like, as in I've, I've worked in Shakespeare, but I haven't done any, put on any Shakespeare myself. I'm more interested in like sort of 18, 19th century mm. and, and 20th century plays really. Um, but yeah, you can have quite a lot of fun with them, especially if the writer died over 80 years ago, because then the rights are up for grabs so you can do anything you want. Oh, wow. Um, I didn't know but, that. Yeah, yeah, it's great. But however, the, the the really good plays, a lot of people already have the rights for. So yeah, I'm constantly right. trying to get rights to things and they're like, no, you can't have them. So you've got to end up writing your own stuff really because that's the only way you can get around the rights problem. Oh, I love it. Is it true you've got a tattoo that, that says you're addicted to dramatics? Is that true or not? <laughs> no. no. Where did you get that from, Okay, Dan? okay. I, I thought I thought it was true. Okay, I I like to do research, but I just wanted to make sure from the from the mouth. Wait, where did you find that? Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to expose where I found it. So that's that's false. No, you have to expose where you found it. So it is true. It's not. It's not. I've, I've never heard of it in my life. Really? Oh. I have no tattoos, no piercings. Sadly, I quite want a tattoo. Okay, so I know you're big into theatre. So how did the voice acting come about with Elden Ring? And, and did, was that just presented to you or? My favourite thing to do at drama school was radio. I, I, well, not my favourite thing, but my two favourite things were, were, were working on this writer called Ibsen. Do you know, do you know and Ibsen? He's a Norwegian writer. Uh, working on his material and also doing screen stuff, but um, <clears throat> mainly doing radio. I loved it. We had a really good radio department at my drama school and I just wanted to spend all my time there and I knew that I wanted to work in it and do radio plays and things like that. So as soon as I left drama school, I signed with my agent at Independent and then they, I got introduced to a voice agent with them called Ad Voice, who are just amazing. And um, yeah, so I started off doing lots of like, like ads and voice ads. Um, in a particular way? Well, I speak French, so I ended up doing a lot of like French accented adverts, like how, all the all the time. How do you say Dan is a great interviewer in French? <laughs> <laughs> I'll put you on the spot now, haven't I? <laughs> I'm just trying to think of interviewer, actually. Oh, oh. I think it's probably the same. Oh, Dan okay. est un interviewer fantastique, absolument parfait. Oh wow. Um, yeah, you're 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 a great interviewer. This is the truth. Um, but anyway, so I do a lot of like French accented stuff. Did like this great McDonald's campaign. Um, wow. Where it's like I I got to speak French and I had fun with that. And then gradually it became more video games, more like animation. And then now I do a lot of dubbing as well for Netflix. I've heard a lot of people I've had on recently are doing dubbing for Netflix specifically. Yeah, yeah it's a big. Big thing, it's is it? So great. Yeah. Also, a lot of people who did Elden Ring probably did do dubbing because it's with yeah. this, there's like the company that we worked with for Elden Ring do a lot of dubbing. Yep. They're amazing, called Liquid Violet. Um, so yeah, I love that. I absolutely love it. It's wow. so much fun doing games. I mean, I want to know what it's like to play them because I am not myself a gamer, sadly. I hope that doesn't disappoint too much. No. Do, do you know much about the world of gaming at all? 
Are you familiar with anything in this in this gaming landscape? It's been a crash course doing Elden Ring. Because <laughs> obviously I've never done a game that, that's this sort of popular. Mm. Um, and it's been a crash course. Mm. But at the launch party of Elden Ring, which was so much fun, we like they they were doing they were gaming the game on big screens everywhere. They were playing the game. And so that's kind of how I like worked out how you play it. And then <laughs> So you did play it. Out. We can go on record. Well, you have I played watched, it. I watch people play it. Okay. The next And then I've thing. watched some people play it. I've watched like lots of you guys play it on YouTube and stuff. Oh, okay. You have, yeah. So right. interesting. Yeah, it's uh, have you seen how big this game is? Like 12 million copies sold. You know, you type in Millicent, millions of views on YouTube across the board. You know that, don't you? Really? Oh yeah, the quest line is millions of views. Yeah. What's the what is the quest line? Well, is that her journey? Yeah, when you meet the character, and because it's such a tough game, you don't, it doesn't hold your hand. Um, you might not know where she is next because it's so big. So people watch the video to see where do we find her next. You know what I mean? But but why do you want other people to tell you? Don't you want to do it yourself? Well, a lot of people do, but other people just um, sort of like to be handheld a bit more. You know what I mean? It's like the guides. So um, right. Yeah, it's it sounds funny, I know, but it's um No, it's fascinating. Did you complete it then? I've played two hundred hours. <laughs> but my excuse is it's my job, okay. Yeah, of right. course. Yeah. But, so but have I, you finished it? Can oh, you yeah, finish yeah. it? I've finished it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've finished well it and I've done your your character's quest, seen all the dialogue. And I've got to say, you knocked it out of the park, just quietly. Really? Oh yeah, you're fantastic. Uh let me let me read out a comment from one of my uh, from one of my videos here from the Emerald Gecko. Oh. He says, "The voice acting of Millicent was amazing. I can't say exactly the reason why, but it's definitely, in my opinion, the best voice acted character in the game. You can hear the pain, you can hear the gratitude in the voice. With a great story and lore, makes her one of my favorites in Elden Ring. Congrats on a great job." Plus, the raw emotion in her voice at the end of the quest, embarrassingly, got me a bit emotional. How's that? Oh. <laughs> that's the nicest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> and that's just one. I, I can't put them all in here because it'll just go on. We won't have an interview. I'll tell you right now. That is so <laughs> sweet. Honestly, I I genuinely had no idea that that, that was, was the situation. Wow, that's so nice. I mean, the only thing I can say back is I had so much fun doing the voice and I I really cared about the job. So I'm glad that it kind of came off, but so wow. No gaming background, not even Mario, not even on the phone. Oh, yeah, I used to play Mario Kart on Nintendo. Okay. So there is a but little that was bit. Like, yippee, Luigi, yippee. like, you know, that was the voice overextent. Yeah. And I also used to play a game called My Grand Doll's House where we got to design our own doll's house. And I also played a game called Nintendogs where you got to wash your own puppies. Oh, Nintendogs. Wow, that's a throwback. Wow. <laughs> that, yeah. You might be similar yeah. age to me because you probably played it the same time as me back in the day. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, good times. So Far out, Nintendogs. So my extent of gaming. Yeah. Yeah. But you did like Nintendogs. There you go. 
love them take love the status how you got to wash them in the soap and the soap what else did you do you trained them or something yeah yeah just kept them alive yeah they were very cute um very very cute but yes i i'm I'm really into it now i i also this is so weird but i had this premonition before i got elden ring that i was going to do something with a fan base because I really love fans. I recently did a Doctor Who radio play and I'd never watched Doctor Who. Uh, an either. audio book or something yeah. different? Yeah, like, like radio, they do radio plays um, for, for them, for the BBC. And ah, okay. I had the best time doing it, played amazing characters, it was great. But um, discovering the fan base within this world of Doctor Who, is, is Doctor Who big in Australia? Oh yeah, yeah, big, little, yeah. little big community, I guess. Yeah, it's like a big niche, I would say. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's very big here, and I was like, yeah. I just was so inspired by it, and and I like doing jobs where there's like a fan fan base sort of there instilled because I really like being part of like a family. Mm. You know, it, mm. it does feel a bit like family, the gaming. Oh community. yeah. Oh, they've gotten around it. I tell you, I, I mean, the Doctor Who fan base would be similar to Elden Ring, very hardcore, very hardcore. You know. Love it. Absolutely love it. What's interesting is I've done shows, like TV shows before, where you know who the fans are. Everyone's talking about it, blah, blah, blah. Like like on this job that I did, The Crown, like, you know, it has a hype. And you meet meet people who love The Crown or whatever all the time. But um, I... I don't have that very much with gaming. It feels like more under, yeah. like more secret a bit. And so I like to think of all these people like gaming and like how it's such an escape and it's so exciting. And mm, I well, think it's, it's cool. It's, think it's a tough cool. one because you've got to keep it under wraps pretty much the whole time, don't you? You couldn't say anything. You're under NDA. Um, you probably told your closest friends that that's about it Like because – you know, you can't really let anything slip on this big game, can you? Yeah, but quite a lot of my dialogue was leaked. Did you see that? No, was it really? Yeah, like the week before, oh, loads wow. of my dialogue got leaked. Like my, loads of just just the, text my, or voice or my what? script. Yeah, the text. Oh. Quite weird. How did that happen? It wasn't that's, me. That's <laughs> I <promise>. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's that's weird. Okay, just creating my own I, hype, like leaking my. Own <laughs> Yeah, that'd be an interesting way to do it. Um, <laughs> no, no idea how that happens, but maybe they, you know, these there's data miners they call them, and they figure. Yes, out I think what, it was data mined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell us about this character. What what sort of direction did you get? Um, how did the voice come about? How did the process work? So have you heard from other Elden Ring actors what it was like working with Miyazaki? Oh, they they all rave. They all rave yeah. on. It, yeah. It's because he's it's royalty busy. in the gaming world. Like he's yeah. he's you know he's big time. So yeah, I sort of gathered that as I went because the sound engineer who I was doing it with was like you know in breaking into sweats every ten minutes. <laughs> I was like, how are you still like reacting like this to this person? It was really funny. Um, it's probably better that you didn't know the magnitude. It's probably helped with the nerves. So liberating. So like I, you're going to think this is crazy. I'm a very hard worker, so I take this very seriously. But I got the audition for Elden Ring when I was on holiday and I was away from my mic, away from all my usual auditioning equipment. And so I was like, all I've got is my iPhone. Like, here we go. Like in 
like this sort of, you know, by the sea. Um, <laughs> so I was like, great, I've got to just whack out this audition. And I, having not watched that many games, I sent this audition that was so over the top. <laughs> thinking the gaming world was like, and have you ever seen me? Like, like so, so dramatic. Oh. <laughs> and they promptly reply being like, um, this is a, this is a bit big. This is not really the flavor we do with this world. Here's a few clips to, to show you what we're looking for. And I was like, ah, okay. <laughs> so the opposite. So, so I need to do the opposite. So then I did another tape and like sent lots of dialogue off. And then I got it and I was so overjoyed, like so, so, so excited. And I was interested by how much Miyazaki referred back to my audition when I was in the sound booth, when I got recording, he'd listened to like every sound of it and was like, oh, you did this thing in the audition where you made a noise on that letter of that word. Like it's that specific. <laughs> and I would be like, the oh, audition wow. that I did in Spain, like, <laughs> like <hell." laughs> um, Wow, yeah. Really, so then, so from then on, I was like, okay, this guy is a master for detail, and I love to work in a lot of detail. But of course, it's all translated. So he's with his whole office in Tokyo. It's like three a.m. their time. He says something. It's translated. It then comes through to my director, who then basically translates it into actuary talk, and then comes through to me and the sound engineer. <laughs> And and we're talking like nearly every word is is wow. discussed, and it's it's beautiful, it's beautiful, and and the engineer would be like, I'm so sorry, like this is this is intense, and I was like, I've never been happier, like I've never. You're been loving it. Happy. You're soaking it up. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um. So it's really detailed working with him and his whole team. There were like twelve people in Tokyo on the Zoom into the booth. And then it, it, it was amazing. And then writers like editing the, the dialogue as you went along. And yeah, I honestly was like, this is the coolest experience ever. And you did you did you feel that pressure at all? Or did you ease into it pretty no, quickly? I felt a pressure of this is his baby. Like I found out he'd been working on it for like over 10 years. And I was like, okay, so I'm working with a visionary. I have to just serve him. Like I have no ego in this whatsoever. I just want to do the best thing possible for this man who's who's imagined and all these creators and everything. Mm. Um, and I also thought the character was really cool. Like I liked seeing a picture of her and um, all I had to go on was just a little sort of sketchy picture of her. Um, Did she have but, the red hair and everything or? Yeah, actually it was quite brown. It was a bit more brown, brown long okay. brown hair. It was, yeah. it was cool. I was like, oh, okay, she's awesome. Um, so I've got to be awesome like her. But, you know, she's very vulnerable and she's had a really tough life. And so you've got to kind of instill all that in the voice, I guess. Now, do friends and family know about this game at all? Do they know how big it is or is it just another job to them? Tell me they know. Some friends, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, some friends are like buzzing, you know, <laughs> friends that play, play the game. And I've had like people calling, actually friends from, from Melbourne as well, like calling and you know, being like, oh, I just had to speak to you. I'm like, okay. That's great. <laughs> I'm obviously nothing like Millicent, so um, <laughs> I don't sound anything like her, so it's a bit disappointing. But, so um, how, how did that, so that voice that we hear in the game, is that what you gave him in the audition 
or was it tweaked a little bit? Pretty much what I gave in the audition. You just kind of got to, her lines, they give you kind of a sense of what's going on, you know, quite quickly. Um, but then, yeah, no, as you play her, you, you, it gets more specific. And I was in the booth for probably 10, 11, maybe 12 hours. So, you know, after that period, you're like, okay, you're, you sort of find your way into her cool. a bit more. So they're not, that's not in one day to clarify. That's over a number, no, of, no, 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 no. A number of weeks, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Wow. So did you find that difficult having that, that massive process of him being, you know, being translated and back to you? Like, was there anything difficult in that or were you just thriving? You were ready and you were on. Yeah, I really felt that. I felt like I was just ready to yeah. to do it. I was so excited. Um, but yeah, that, no, there's that pressure. You want to get it really right for them. Sorry, I think mm. some dogs are having a fight on my street. I hope that's not too disruptive. <laughs> um, yeah, you, you want to get it right for him and for yeah. everybody listening because you're very aware that this is their time and this is their journey. But I didn't know how big... I didn't know she was a big character. Right, because you're, you're not told about she, the full story, are you, really? No. no. So I kind of pieced some dots together about things that she's saying about different people, but like, I had no idea that she was like, is she quite a big character? I, I would say so, yeah. I would say so. And do you meet her mum? You sure do, yeah. Okay, yeah, you do. So you, you don't even, you don't really know specifics, do you? You just know, because you're never actually playing off anyone else, are you? You're always you're just you and that's it. And there's I knew about what happened with me and Gowrie. And okay. like uh, I know about her journey to where she gets to to mm -hmm. where you find her, but I don't know about what happens after you find her. Right. Like 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 if she ever meets her mum or if her mum ever works out that that's her daughter and things like that. Well, it's not a good ending. Let's just say that. <laughs> oh no. There won't, there won't be a, I don't think you'll be returning, unfortunately. Damn it! Uh, yeah, I know. Not as this character, anyway. <laughs> Wait, yeah. do I die? It, it is. It is a sad ending. Yeah, Let, let's put it vaguely in case okay, anyone hasn't. No spoilers. Has anyone? In case anyone hasn't finished it. Um, oh no! But yeah, there's well, an there's an option for the player, and yeah, I can. Oh. I can go into specifics if you want, but it's um it's a big quest. Like it's probably in the top ten. Um, sort of, it's hard to and say. How did, can I just ask how? What does it feel like when you first meet her? Well, you're you're sort of a bit helpless. You're on the ground. That that's the first meeting. Do you remember doing that? So first you speak with Gowrie, and then he tells you to find your character, and um, and your first line is, "Who's there?" Well, it matters not. If you are wise, you will leave immediately. My flesh writhes with scarlet rot. It mm. is a curse. You remember doing that line? Of course, yeah. Yeah. So that, that's the introduction. Uh, and the final words are, how could you? Is this your true heart? Was I, was it all for this? And I think you can tell what happens there. Yes. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Well, there's yeah. A, yeah, there's a few different ways it can go, but um, because... In the game, if you wanted to, we could just kill you straight away when we first meet yes. you. So some people are that vindictive and crazy that they'll just do that. 
to get that's your... That's not a good idea, is it? No, no, definitely not. You'd be robbing yourself of a of a good story, wouldn't you? Oh, uh, okay, okay. Or, or specific items in the game, you know what I mean? Later on down the track. But doesn't she, like, help you get to where you're going? She's, yeah, she's very useful for certain endings in the game and, mm-hmm. and things. I don't want to get too nerdy on you here. No, don't, um, don't. <laughs> was, there a, was there a specific line that you remember that, that stood out to you? I don't know how long ago this was. It's probably My Flesh Rides with Scarlet Rock pretty much stood out yeah. to me because I was like, what is this? Yeah. Like, what is Scarlet Rock? I'd never heard of it before. Is it? A, did it's, they just make it made up? It, made it up, yeah. Yeah. And I thought, okay, this is cool. So trying to picture that wasn't that cool, obviously, for her. It's rubbish. But um, <laughs> trying to picture what that's all about and how that makes you feel um, yeah. was kind of interesting. Like the idea of like scarlet rot running through your veins or through your skin is kind mm. of intense. Isn't it? So that I was like, wow. Okay. Wow. So they don't, but, they don't give you any, any background on the character at all. They just throw you into the deep end pretty much. Yeah, pretty mm. much. Pretty much. Yeah. I've heard that from everyone. Um, I think it's probably just too difficult for them to go into because it's a very uh, convoluted story, you could say. People yeah. are still piecing it together now, months later. Wow. Yeah. Do you know what? I think it's a good idea because we, when you audition for things, normally you get sent a casting breakdown, and as you know, and you get sent, you know, this is who the character is, this is where their parents are, this is their life. And I actually find that sometimes quite hindering. And I'm like, just let me see the text, see what's on the page, Let's just go. And if I'm right for it, I'm right for it, you know? And sometimes and you may come up with your own, yeah? Come up with your own yeah, little backstory. And, and, and sometimes it's helpful, but actually too much information isn't always that helpful. And with this, you know, starting to try and explain her life, it, I don't know. <laughs> I, how do you play that in a line is what I'm trying to say. Like, how do you play her mother is lost? She's been raised by this man. She's got this thing. Just It's sort just of overwhelming. Exactly, it's too overwhelming. So, trying to just be like, I, th- that's not useful information. Sometimes is very is very helpful, but um, definitely, we saved the um, death and the dying and the sort of illness and the real real tough moments till the end, till the very end. And I'd never done like such so much of that kind of like like dying, different deaths and different ways to die, and. Um, when it came to it, everyone went sort of really quiet and really delicate and like people left the Zoom or like hid their videos and they were like, okay, Allegra, when you're ready, like in your own time, if you could just give us some deaths. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, wait guys, like calm down. It's fine. I'm just going to do some dying. Like we've got this, we've got this. And they were like super delicate as if we were doing like a sex scene on set when everyone clears the set. <laughs> really respect for the actors. Wow. And I was like, what is going on? Did all these deaths. And by the end, you know, you are actually pretty emotionally drained and you actually feel like, thanks guys. Thanks for the respect. Like I needed, I needed that. Cause it takes it out of you dying over and over again and whimpering and screaming and, I was a wreck. <laughs> yeah, because they're, they're efforts, right? You, you've got to even pretend like you're swinging a sword. Do you have anything like that yeah. as well? Yeah. Yeah. Certain yes, attacks. Yes, a lot of and, that. Yeah. And, and after a while, you you know, when you're, when you're doing all that stuff, it really kind of fills your body and you're like, you find mm. yourself quite emotional. So wow. it was nice that you were all so careful about it. I thought it was really sweet. 
That's great. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, let's get to some questions here from mm. fans of yours and mine. Ocean Blue. Oh, my God. Millicent. I love Terrano Quest so much. I was super invested and attached to her travel to Hulk Tree. I guess that's not a question. It's just a statement. But there you go. A bit of bit of, uh, <clears throat> bit of love. Wujin H. How long did it take to record all of Millicent's voice lines? Is there a favorite line recording moment for you? I mean, we touched on that a little bit. Um, a good kind of 10, 10 hours, I think. Yeah. Um, took a while, but over, they sort of carried on writing and changing bits as we went all the time, um, which I thought was really interesting. Um, like so, big, big chunks or just small, small sort of words? Yeah, they'd, they'd add in different bits and like suddenly I needed to do two more hours on something. But um, also because there's this like editor there who who is kind of constantly thinking of the best way to say something and the best word to use, um, it, it changes quite a lot. So you end up doing the lines in quite a few different ways, which I thought was really, really exciting. Oh, so you, you don't really know what which one they're going to choose? either Mm -mm. yeah Mm -mm. interesting flamboyant jeering as a voice actor are you provided with additional details about your character and her relationship with other characters now you mentioned not really much but did they tell you anything about gallery or millennia or anything like that no they told me a bit about gallery yeah because Mm. i needed as much information as possible about what had got her to the beginning of the game you know yep but so, but beyond the beyond what happens when she starts speaking, nothing. But yeah, a bit about Gowry, a bit about Melania. But she doesn't know much about Melania. She just has this like sense, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, true. Um, true, true, true. But this is unusual. I mean, I, a lot of games I do, you are told so much about the character. So, uh, so have you done other games? But they're just not out yet. I've done some games recently. Yeah, I've done I've done a few games. This was my first big game. Had I done a game before this? I think I had. Um, I've just done two that I that I've signed NDAs for, which I feel very excited by, but I can't yeah. really say anything. But um, they, yeah, they sent so much information. And they're just and strictly voice, it, no mocap, just voice. No mocap. Yeah. yeah, they they send a lot of information to audition when you audition as well. Most most games. Mm. Um, so this was unusual. I look forward to those games. Mm, yeah, hope you spot them. <laughs> I'll be listening out. I'm always listening out for wh- whose voice it is. Uh, <laughs> I'll be able. To, I'll message you because I'll know. Uh, yeah. Saint Marie Anne, the voice actress for Fia, also mentioned that her design changed during the development. Was this true for Millicent? Did she always look the same, or did it change during the recording? Yeah, it did change. It did change. Mm. When I first saw her, she was much more like stripped back medieval sort of trousers and then had this long brown hair. And then now she's got this like red, ready kind of hair. Um, but it was kind of a natural, it felt like quite a natural progression. I think her eyes are really cool. Mm. Cool. Like sparkly eyes. But yeah, no, it changed a bit. The Wandering Wampa. What did you find unique or different about voicing Millicent? To other just characters that, she, that you've done, I guess. Yeah, she's really, I found her so vulnerable. Um, and I really liked that because in a game, 
I'm used to playing like warrior woman. I'm a good fighter, like kind of thing, which I love. And I, I liked that she did, does get stronger and stronger as, at, at times in the game. Um, but at the beginning, I loved how like fragile and, and scared and broken she was. I thought that was quite unusual. Herrick, Herrick BSS, what's your opinion on the character and her story? How did you feel about the ending? Also, do you, do you think it would happen? What do you think would happen if Millicent found Millennia, her, ma, you know, her mother? Now, I know the answer to the first question. I guess, what do you think would happen? I don't know if you can answer that, but give it your best shot, I guess. Well, I really hoped that she would find her mum. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think it would be really cool. I think I'd quite like to have her, like her grandmother, her and her mum. I think it's really cool that there are these like three female figures because her grandmother's around as well. Is she alive or just a figure? I think if, I'm not sure about that one, actually. Her grandmother's like, she like yeah. was part of the original world, I think. Okay. I don't know if I, I know about that one. I might have to look into that after. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, I, I like the idea that there's this like, um, you know, multi-generational female line. Mm. And I do think that through finding her mum, she would become really empowered and like learn so much from this, this woman and also try and redeem her as well. Um. I think it would be great. For yeah, them. I think grandmother, you mean Queen Marika. Maybe yes, that's Marika, who, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. Ah, cool, 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 cool. Uh, let's go on to the next question. Did you record, record lines at home or was it all in the booth studio? If it was the latter, how was the experience with the people working there? I mean, we touched on that as well. It was so nice to be back in the booth, though, my God, after doing so much from home. It was the best. I was going to say, just to get out of the house a little bit, eh? But in Tokyo, interestingly, they all had masks on, even though they were in their own Zooms. That's interesting. And I was like, oh, that's so interesting. Hold on. Really? Okay. Yeah. Wow. Every single person was wearing a mask. So they weren't all in the one call. They were in separate. They were like eight people round Miyazaki's table, a big table, and you just had a camera to the whole thing. Uh, and it was like this quite dark room, like not. I'd be I, I intimidated. I'd be intimidated. I don't know how. Well, Zoom is so distant, so you know it's just like over there that. Yeah. You know. Still, I don't know. <laughs> like they're all judging you, you know. Do you think they are? I think they. I think they're not judging me. I think they're more like. Uh, they want you to do well, obviously. Yeah. You finally, got a voice to this character that they've made, been working on for so long. Like. Yeah, true. Well, I'm looking at it the wrong way. Now I'm in the booth. I mean, you can't do anything about it. <laughs> I guess you can. But um, but then, then there oh, were lots of pockets in the Zoom of different people by themselves with masks on. I was like, this is cool. Okay, interesting. Tokyo's got a different... Have you ever been to uh, Tokyo? No, I'd love to go. Mm. It's, at the, it's at the top of my list of yeah. next places to go, for sure. I also so wouldn't mind... Oh, I'd love to, but I can't, can't. He's not answering my calls. I mean, do you think, oh. you, you, think you could help me out with that one? I'll try. <laughs> His email's not quite public, unfortunately. Um, <clears throat> DMB, please, please let her know that she was completely awesome. This is not a question. This is a fact. Millicent's questline is the best in the game, and it leads to such great items. Thank you. Thank you so much, DMB. That's that really means a lot. 
another one here. Have you looked into Elden Ring's story after the release and have you looked at the reviews or the hype around the game at all? For sure. The review, the first review I read was in The Guardian here and it was five stars and it said it was the best game ever made. And at that point I was like, I will never have a better review for anything I ever do for as long as I live. Like that's oh, um, man. how cool to be part of something. I don't usually read reviews for anything I'm in, but with this, I was like, oh, let's see, you know, to try and gauge the sort of response. And I just thought that is insane. Like, that's best insane. Game ever made. Yeah, best game ever made. That's amazing. Oh no, <laughs> that's a tough one to follow up, isn't it? Really? Yeah. <laughs> People have been saying it though, haven't they? It's like oh, ranked yeah. like what is oh, 97 or something. I think it'll win the game of the year easy this year. I mean, it's not even a contest at the moment. I mean, there's still plenty of time left, but it's uh on Metacritic, it's sitting at 96 out of a hundred after oh, it's 96, is it? After hundreds of reviews. So um Yeah, I feel really proud to be part of something that's has that effect on people. I I mean it's awesome. It's unbelievable. It, I think it's his best reviewed game as well. And this guy's already a legend before <laughs> before this game. So he, he keeps delivering. And of course yeah, it's there'll you be know, more. There'll the, be more where this came from. Oh yeah. I I what what was your reaction when, when you heard George R. R. Martin was involved, you know, with the with the background and that sort of thing? Did that I thought that was very cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite a, hilarious. Actually, when you asked me if this was other games, it was my first game, I think. Yep. Um, and um, I remember thinking it's classic that the first video game I get is the video, the biggest video game ever made. Like, you know, with R.R. Martin and Miyazaki, I was like, okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's good way to begin. Got to be good on the resume. I mean, yes, I'm, but yeah, it's surely. Awesome. I mean, maybe not from you know Hollywood. They might not even know what it is. But in the gaming world, I mean, that that must help you out. No, yeah. am I wrong or? I think for me, it's more about working with those people and um, creating those relationships with the studio, like this Liquid Violet who record it. You know, they're just the best people. Like, honestly, it's like walking into a home and, you know, just getting to hang out with them really has, mm. has been has been awesome. So hopefully we'll get, this has led to more, more booth time with them and more stuff with them, which is great. And you want to do more of it too, don't you? Hell yeah. Love yeah. it. More and more. All right. Mm. You got the bug. However, I have just found that my voice, I, I, just before I came on this call, I've heard that my beloved voiceover agent is um, moving. So I'm, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Oh, so you got to get yeah. a new one or? Well, no, I'm going to stay with the same one, but the their, their assistant that, that got me this job. Um, is, oh, is okay. 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 Interesting. Uh, Xander's here says, do you think Millicent is at peace with her, the way her journey went? Would she have wanted anything different to happen? That's a tough one. Cause you don't, I think she know. would have wanted to meet her mum for sure. Yeah. But 100%. I mean, she's had a really tough road. I don't think there's, she hasn't got that much peace in her life. Mm. Yeah. As I said, a lot of people got emotional over the, over yeah. the little story there. Are you planning to do another character in future FromSoft Miyazaki games? I loved your voice. Well, I'm sure you would say yes if he knocked on Hell your yeah. door. If the offer comes, absolutely. <laughs> bells on. I don't think anyone's saying no, really. I mean, you'd have no. to be stupid. 
can you please say in the Millicent voice, I will not forget what you have done? Mm. Okay. Um, Am I putting you on the spot here? Um, I'm not looking. A tiny bit. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to get there. Okay. Do what, me, what, what do you, do you want, want me to play it for you quickly? I will not forget what you've right. done. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think it's kind of like, um, I will not forget what you have done. Is that kind of is that kind of like it? Mm, definitely. I will. Yeah. I will not forget what you have done. She kind of really and like puts her T's on the end of her sentences, doesn't she? Yeah. I love. I love. Is that is that similar to Millicent? Oh yeah. Well, why don't we give you another one while you're in it? Um, <laughs> uh, where's that one that you loved? Writh in. Uh, where is it? My flesh writhes with scarlet rot. It is a curse. That was better than me. <laughs> um, that was way better than me. Um, no, not even close. <laughs> um, okay. Um, my flesh writhes with scarlet rot. That's quite like it, isn't it? That's that's spot on. I was about to say that's that's like I'm right. playing a recording. Rot. Yeah, that was yeah. That's where she sits. Yeah. Wow. Well, at least you get, you, you can get back into it. There you go. It's still in ya. Yeah. Maybe she needs to be like re reborn. <laughs> so where does she rank for you in all the characters you've done? I'm curious to know, is this is this a real highlight in your career? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, for the best time doing it. I absolutely. And it just was such a surprise. Because it's know? it's different, because I know you were in the crown on Netflix. That's a huge show. I mean, massive show, Netflix. Big cameras, 4K cameras, huge. And then you've got this, which is a bit more intimate, but still has the same reach, I would say. You yeah. Know what I mean? And and actually, I was the crown was amazing, but in the end, so much of my character was cut that it was like, oh, okay. So I did all that wonderful work on it, and then it was oh, just like really? this much was left in it. And do you know why? Quite, yeah, sort of storyline stuff. And mm. yeah, it, it happens quite a lot, I think. But um, I don't. I'm not trying not to take it too personally. Um, no, but I, I, yeah, I, I sort of understand why, and that's completely fine. But it was just like, oh, okay, so you have no control over what happens when you come when it comes out when you make a TV show or something um, like that. But with this, yeah, you know what it's going to be. You know, you've recorded the dialogue. You know, the dialogue is going to be used, um, and that's that's quite cool in terms of journey. Because you record quite a lot of different options, mm. you don't necessarily know where she ends and what happens because it's different for most players. Kind of, is yeah, it? yeah, similar. Yeah, it's whereas like when I've done, you know, guest leads and TV shows and things on the BBC and things like that, you you kind of know, you know, the the specific journey and you know what you're trying to get to. But hundred percent, the whole experience has been a massive highlight. Yeah. I can't imagine just getting the call. You're in El. I mean, they don't say you're in Elden Ring. I mean, when you get that call, would it be? Would they just say it's like a code name, right? No, I, we were using Elden Ring actually. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Was this last year or the year before? It was in September last year. Oh wow, that's recent. Yeah. Really recent. I was one of the last characters to record. I think. Wow. Interesting. Mm. I wonder why that character. Was the light? Wonder why that? Maybe they were battling with something. They or... saved some of the big ones to last. Probably, yeah. I think yeah. they'd been recording for like three years by the time. Oh I came. yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. Um, so has your perspective on this industry changed at all after hugely. doing this? Yeah. Like hugely. I actually think it's the future. I mean, it's. I, I think you're in a golden age of sorts, like the Hollywood golden age. Like it's so cool. And the amount of material and the amount of money in, in gaming is, oh. is fascinating. And I, yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, it's opened my eyes completely to how incredible it is, how creative. Yeah. Um, so you want to do more voice acting. What mm. about on screen? Are you, um, you're yeah, still pursuing very, very all cool. avenues? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Seeing what, what comes next. Cause you've got, got theater great... as well. I mean, you've got everything yeah. on the go. <laughs> theater screen and voiceover and I'm happy. <laughs> you, you're not I'm taking done. sides. You just no, I'm not, it's hard to take sides. <laughs> I love them all. I truly love them all equally, and they're all so different. But what I will say is that doing voiceover work and like in the gaming world, and I have to say the people are just so nice. Mm. Like it's it's just amazing to go to work and get on so well with everyone. No egos. Mm. It's really different to being in. in TV shows and stuff like that. It's, was there egos on some of the movie sets and that you've done? Or well, naturally, you know, there's there's hierarchy and built and stuff like that, isn't there? But in the game, in the voiceover that I've done, it just feels so equal and mm. like we're all working together, having a bit of a laugh. You know, it's really, really a joy to work in. Because I, I'd love to know what the set of Crown was like. Because I, I I can imagine it would be hectic. Because they got to churn through it pretty fast, don't they? Quite fast. I mean, they they've got they've got they have got the luxury of time, but they they work very efficiently. Mm. Everyone was so nice. All the crew members were so nice. Like, oh my god! And the directors were fantastic and truly a wonderful family feel on that set. Um, yeah, that um, that was a, it was a joy, but. Um, different it's just different different. they know that they know what they're making that they you know they've got to hold themselves to a really high 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 account it's their thing whereas in the gaming world you're sort of working for other people um i think you'd i think you'd really love motion capture you should same i would love to i I can just tell because it is that mix of theater with the voice (laughs) acting i mean you'd you'd have a blast i think you need to try Mm. and get a motion capture. I know it's not that easy just to, oh, yeah. I, I agree. Yeah, I would love to. Mm. I'd love to. I don't, yeah. That's I don't. my next goal. Yeah. I'll put that, manifest that. What What would be a, what would be your, you know, um, an amazing role for you? Like if you could just cherry pick anything, I know it's a hypothetical, but what, like what director would you work with? How would it, what character would you play? Do you have this dream role or are you just... Oh my God, so many, so many directors I want to work with, mainly women. Like I'm just so inspired by female film directors, definitely at the moment, especially. But I also just, I really want to do a, be a series regular on a TV show and just have that feeling of regularity. I've never had it. I've always gone like job to job to job, like little spurts of things. The family, the camaraderie of a show. and yeah, Yeah, just that feeling of, being like being part of something like that's so heartwarming, like like a Ted Lasso or oh, a kind what of what a great show. Yeah, what a great show, and just like that creates so much joy and mm. humor. And I don't I don't know. I'd love to be part of like something like that. 
but I also love you know I love period dramas I love telling stories from history what's I love a, playing real what's people. a big movie you've loved recently what's a what's a movie that that stands out for you or show that you've really loved Power of the Dog I thought oh, by Jane yeah. Campbell phenomenal and also um she's did from, you see she's from New Zealand isn't she yeah yeah represent yeah um she it, also um Maggie Gyllenhaal's Lost Daughter did you see I it? haven't seen that I heard it's very emotional yeah. it's beautiful and I love the writer because I'm very passionate about literature so books that are adaptation the films that are adaptation of books I'm always like yes like I find mm. that very exciting um have you seen the what's it I think it's called the portrait of a of a lady? lady on fire. A lady on fire. Yeah. Oh, my favorite. I mean, that was a. Oh. I found that a really. That's not a typical movie for me to watch, but I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's such a good film. My God. Yeah. 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 Beautiful. I prefer that over. I don't want to sound like a snob, but I prefer those sort of films. Like I don't know if you've seen um, Everything Everywhere. That's another really great no, film that's come out. You should check it out. Um, by the Daniels. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah, it's got a lot of buzz recently. Um, I prefer that style over like Marvel films now. I don't oh, know. Maybe same. I'm a snob. I don't know. Same. Everyone's going to blast me in the comments for that. <laughs> anyway, no, that's can, just me. Of course, you say that. These big yeah. budget movies, that's sort of difficult film industry, aren't they? I still like some of the Marvel films. Don't get me wrong. I just, I just prefer some of these more unique, independent you know, kind of yeah, films. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Me too. Like um, some of the A24 stuff that's come out recently. Yeah, same. Yeah. We're so lucky though here in the UK. There's so much that's being made and so many kind of, yeah, there's lots of opportunities. Mm -hmm. um, I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to see what's next. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Is there, is there anything you wanted to say to the fans of the game? Well, I've got um, you. Yes, I have one question actually that, yeah. that, I, that I asked Miyazaki as well. Um, but I want to know the actual answer. Basically... The, 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 when we were recording, it was quite serious. Like, you know, he's very serious. The translation, it's all quite like doof, 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 like serious, like let's say focused. So I was quite sort of reserved and just doing my job in the booth. And then about, you know, 10 hours in, when you've been there for a while, you start to kind of relax a bit. And at one point between takes, I just go, will there be any merchandise for this game? <laughs> and Merchandise. Any, okay, yeah. <laughs> like any merch. I wanted to know if the like, if I could get my character as a little like icon. And Miyazaki like burst out laughing. He was in hysterics. <laughs> I was like, I was like, what have I done? Oh, he was that's like, brilliant. He was wow. like, there is a lot of merch. <laughs> like, <laughs> there is a lot of merch. But I haven't seen any, and I want to know: is there merch? Um. You know what? It's funny that I haven't seen any either. Oh, not well. Maybe there is. Like we'll send you all the merch, like t-shirts, little ma maquettes with your character, all this stuff. What? what I, so merch that you can buy. I'm sure there's t-shirts and mugs and that sort of stuff. But actual um, models of your character. There's specific sites that will start to make them now, and okay. they'll be really high quality. They won't be official. I don't know if they'll be official. Maybe they will be. But they'll no, cost like five hundred bucks. They'll be really pristine, big wow. statues. And I look, I don't know. They might only do the really big characters. They might. I don't know if they will do Millicent. Maybe they will. But it's um, yeah. I mean, I'll I'll keep you updated on that if I see anything. So once she has a little figurine, I think that'd be so cute. 
Yeah, I, I feel is that they not will. common? I'm Why sure they will. Really? Yeah, I mean, people do. Have you seen the fan art of your character? No, I, I'll have to send you some. It's crazy. Please do. Yeah, it's amazing what these people do. Wow, I'd love to see that. Oh yeah, there's heaps. I'll, I'll I'll get it to you after. But um, no. Is there is there anything else you wanted to say to the fans while I've got you? Just thank you. Just thank you. Yeah, thank. You. I love hearing these thoughts, and 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 it's really really exciting. I've I've been asked by quite a few people to sign things, and I feel really rude that I haven't replied. But I I I can't give out my address. Um, no. So, but but have um, you thought about doing a streamerly? Do you know what that is? No. So it's a site that do all that for you. So they give you the prints, you sign, give it back to them, and then they ship it. So you might okay. you might want to do that. I'm a, if I'm, anyone wants to do that, that's fine. But I'm just sorry if you think I've been rude if I haven't replied to your message. But I'm so <laughs> flattered. But I just um, I've been told that I can't give out my address basically. Um, no, but it's so cool. And I just good luck with the game and good luck out there. It's a tough world in Elden Ring. Um, oh yeah. Enjoy the beautiful. Enjoy the beautiful bits. That's amazing. Beautiful. I hope you've had. I hope you've enjoyed yourself. I, I know I've I have. Loved it. Thank you so much for having me on. No, it's so nice my to pleasure. Great to meet you and um, I wish you all the success in the world. And Thank before you, I let you go, is is there anything Millicent can say to Dan before we wrap wrap this one up? <sighs> <laughs> this always gets always gets this reaction of everyone. They're like, You bastard, putting me on the spot again. What can I say to what would she say to you if she met well, you? Look, what would she I, say I think she'd you? say, great champion, with your prestigious interviews. Yeah. Um may I uh I don't know. <laughs> really good. This is really good. Okay, yeah, so Dan. Okay, Dan. Dan, 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 meeting you has been a rare gift that I shall never forget. Be safe out there and good luck. <laughs> Heartbreak. <laughs> Do you know so many people are jealous right now of me right now? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you know what? I'll take it. No, thank you so much, Allegra. I really appreciate and it. That I have no tattoo. Just <laughs> oh, I can't believe it. I'm usually good with this stuff, but the, the April Fool's got me. It's amazing. It's amazing level of research that. Um, so nice to meet you. Have a gorgeous sleep.